This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead. Take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hey guys, welcome to The Collective. Good morning. Happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode, besties. I'm super excited for today's episode. Before we get into it, as always, love this podcast. Share it on your stories. Send it to a friend. Send it to your mom. Send it in your school group chat. Send it in your, I don't know, whatever you want to send it in. Go ahead. And yeah, I'm super excited for today's episode. As we all know, I've been on quite a fitness journey my entire life. We know I've had a lot of body image issues. I've had a lot of eating issues. I've had a lot of overworking out. I've had a lot of doing stuff that wasn't necessarily in my best benefit and for my best self. But for the past little while, for the past few years, I've been doing this one specific workout for quite a while. I always change it up. I do different things, but this has kind of been the one thing that I've done a lot and it's kind of been something that has really helped me to really prioritize myself. And that's just all that fitness is to me. It's just a way of showing myself a little bit of self-care and a little bit of love. And so on today's episode, I have none other than my trainer, my (laughs) spiritual fitness, whatever you want to call her, just like my ride or die girly, like just the girl who makes me feel so good about myself. So on today's episode, I have Ashley Eckhoff and without further ado, let's get right into it. On today's episode, I have none other than Ashley Eckhoff, my number one trainer, my number one girl, the girl that made me love my body. Ash, welcome to the pod. Thanks for having me. I'm like so excited. It's been a minute. And so like having you back and doing classes has been, it's been fun for me because I think that there's been so much change that's happened in like your life and mine. So it's just kind of like good to be back with my girl and catch up. Yeah, we've grown. We've thrived. I've been so consistent in workouts lately. And I literally posted a picture on my Insta today, like on my story. And I was like, my abs are fire. So thanks to you. I knew we were going to get there. When you like reach out to me, I'm like, like, just get back in. Cause it's just one of those things where, you know, like life gets in the way and whatnot. And I think we kind of have a hard time picking up that momentum. If we're not like, I don't say consistent with some things, but when you find something that works really well for your body too, like it's shocking to me how quickly, like, I'm just, it makes me really happy to see people see progress like so quickly. And like, obviously you're in that category. So it's just been, it's been nice to sit back and kind of watch you thrive. Oh my God. Thanks. I love it. Um, Okay. So, I mean, I guess we kind of got like started getting into the episode a little bit, but do you want to just give everyone kind of a little brief intro into who you are, what it is that you do, all of that? Um, well, I'm Ashley. Ashley Eckhoff. I have my an online streaming platform um, where I... I have workouts and honestly, it's interesting because I think that that's such like an oversaturated space, but in terms of what I do, and I think that you can speak to this, it's, I really have kind of found or carved a little bit of a niche where you're coming to my classes to like, yes, get a good workout in. But by the time we're done there, like we're going to be, we're going to do something that matters. Like we're going to put you in a completely different headspace, hopefully have some laughs along the way. And I think that's been like my favorite thing about this community is just that element of like dialogue that we're able to have, talk about things about the body and like, you know, where my headspace is. And and so my classes are really kind of rooted in, it's like, I always say like conscious movement and being like so tuned in because I think there's so many workouts out there, but like the headspace that you're in when you're going about trying to change your body, I just really believe it matters. So I specialize specifically in, um, I mean, I worked in the modeling industry and pageant industry forever since like day one. And so living in LA now and being kind of surrounded by people that are in front of the camera, like that has been something that, you know, I've just kind of kept going with. And um, yeah, so everything that I do is very, very kind of specifically oriented to like making you like, yeah, look great in front of a camera, but more so than that, just like feel your best and feel confident and walk into the room and feeling like you're just your absolute best self. I feel like one of the best things about your workout is no matter how long it is, I know that I'm going to get in there. I'm going to get my ass kicked. I'm going to work out hard. I'm going to like have 
like a goal. Like I'm going to go in. I know it's going to be so good. And then I'm done. I can move on with my day. I can keep going on and like doing whatever I need to do. And like you said, I mean, you give us these pep talks that it's literally like listening to a podcast, like a motivational podcast while you're getting your workout in. And I think that's one of the best things. Yeah. I just, I love that element of it. So it's like, not only you're going to feel better because again, like what I do, from a standpoint of the way that I approach the body. And I think that there's so many people that they have, their schedules are out of control, right? Like you don't know how the consistency is going to happen. If you're going to be able to hit like Monday arms and then like, you don't know, maybe you won't show up to the gym until the following Monday. And so from my standpoint, like I want it to be something where we're hitting full body. So every time you come and do a workout, like we're making progress in the direction you want to go, but like hitting the body from all different hitting all the areas that all my girls like want to be able to order something off of revolve and it shows up and maybe doesn't fit the first day they pull it in. And I'm like, girl, give me two weeks. Like that 30 return policy is nothing. Like you don't need to send it back. You will literally be in it by the, before it's over. And I think that is like very encouraging to be able to, you know, see such quick progress, like in like, and feel better in your body in like such a quick way. And so, yeah, but I, I, I really like the approach that I, I think everything that I do, I kind of try to speak to my like younger version of myself. Like what did she need? The girl that was in the gym for two hours at every day trying to figure out like, can I eat this later? Or like, it, did I do a hard enough thing? Did I hit enough body areas? And so I try to just speak to that girl. That's like not necessarily struggling, but like kind of in this place where she doesn't really know maybe like what the workout's going to do for, her, if it's going to get me results. And I want her to be able to go and leave the gym after 20 minutes or an hour and just be able to carry on with her day and not think about it again. Totally. Let's walk through your workouts kind of just like for the girlies so that they understand kind of what we're talking about. Because the best thing also about your workouts is that you can literally do it wherever. I just traveled last week and I still got my workouts in. So what is needed for your workouts? How are your workouts kind of structured? Mm -hmm. And then talk a little bit about like your live classes, but you also have on demand, which is so helpful. Yeah. So they're always like to explain to think things to people in the spec that there's like a spectrum of workouts. And this is not to be like one thing is better than the other. They can all have their fit, but I think having, uh, knowing what your like primary goal is, is like super beneficial. So, um, and like there's your various boot camps, your orange theories, like all those like high intensity interval training type of classes where they have like, like small periods of max exertion from a standpoint of your heart rate, they get you super, super hot and sweaty. And like, you feel like you got your ass kicked. So you're sitting in your car after class and you're like, what just happened to me? And so those are really like, really like, you know, like difficult, challenging workouts. But for so many of my clients and women that in general, like they're too challenging in the sense where they kind of put your body in shock in this like hyper state of like, stress and like cortisol. And like, that's one of the things that like I've found with people so much is that like where my workouts kind of come in is I don't really take this approach where it's, I don't ever want anyone to be like on the side of the mat feeling like they can't continue on. Like you should be able to do this. Like I, I do circuit style. So I like to say it's like low intensity interval training lit. So we're going to do circuits, which is going to be like a little bit of a cardio boost. And then a couple it like with some like isometric movements that are going to be really focused on like going after those long lean muscle lines, getting you that snatched little waist and like everything nice and toned and perky. And so by kind of like slowing down the intensity in the sense where we're not going hit workouts, which are really detrimental on the body. If you do anything over 120 minutes of like really high intensity workouts a week, you're actually damaging your mitochondrial health, which if we're trying to function better and like feel more optimal and less inflamed, less puffy, that's when it sometimes can get a little bit like taken out. Um, I don't say taken out of control, but like it can kind of go south. So you're working like a crazy, like you're working out like a crazy person and you're like, why am I not seeing results? And it's because you're actually doing too hard of workouts for your goal. And so on the other side of the spectrum, you have your like yoga, Pilates, all great classes, but where those like kind of lack and where I think that like my classes are a complete, like, I don't say league of their own, but like they're very different than like the Pilates and yoga is because I do have that element of increasing your heart rate, which is going to burn body fat from all over. And also from a standpoint of like cardiovascular health. So you're like, you're strengthening your heart, you're strengthening your ability to be able to like, you know, go out and do all those crazy fun things that like my clients like to do. Like if you're on the weekend, like I want my clients to just basically be able to live their best life. And so by kind of hitting the body and like two ways, right? We're going after like increasing like your cardiovascular strength and your ability to do work or to like kind of carry out your movements in an efficient way at the same time that we're going to do like movements that are going to go after like 
toning and like getting you kind of like that long lean supermodel look I feel like a lot of the time when people think that they're not doing necessarily high intensity workouts they're not doing efficient workouts which is not the case at all I mean I've my body has never been the way it is like by doing any other workout other than yours you know so like if you're intentional with it and you like put some effort into it you can still achieve yeah incredible results and like I think that that kind of where that kind of comes into play is it's all where where your heart rate zone is. And so if you're doing and I was that person, you know, like I college athlete was so used to like if I'm not like absolutely sweating my ass off in the middle of a class, like I didn't do anything. And um, I think that headspace is like it's I understand it like from a very like deep level because it was I was that person that was in the gym, like having to run like, you know, at least an hour every day, do circuits on top of it. And then it was like the more that I sweat, I feel like I had kind of contribute that to being like um, a more effective workout. Um, but, you know, like if your heart rate is like too high, especially like and you're really working too hard and my background, like as a distance runner and stuff, I kind of saw this like on a very like um, like anecdotal level is like your like you're going to be working too hard for your, like what your goal is. And I know that that sounds like counterintuitive to like anyone that's trying to like lose weight or, you know, get more fit or like get some more muscle definition. But after a certain point, like what happens is, is like you immediately when you're burning through from an activity standpoint and not to get like so nerdy, but like, you know me, no, I'm like, I love it. Like you're for the first, like you're going to, and it, when you start working out or doing any level of activity, like you're initially the body is going to go and, and utilize glucose in the bloodstream. And then it's going to go for glycogen, which is going to be like in your liver and your muscles. And then after about 20 minutes, that's when the body decides if it's going to tap into to tap into burning lean muscle mass or body fat in order to like keep you like keep like as, as a fuel source. So the determining factor between if you're going to be burning lean muscle mass or body fat is your heart rate. And so if your heart rate is too high, if it's above like 150, they say like 135, um, then you're going to be burning lean muscle mass. So then what happens is if you're, if you're above that heart rate zone, so you're burning that lean muscle mass, you spend the next 24 hours just trying to repair the lean muscle mass that you just got done or, or breaking down. And so you're not actually addressing the body fat in general. And so what happens is, is yes, because you're breaking down those muscles, you will feel inflamed, you will feel puffy. And then you're like, you look in the mirror and you're like, what the hell? Like I literally just did like the craziest, most difficult workout ever. But like, why is my body like not like the math is not mathing. And so when you kind of come in at like a lower, but like above, like, you know, we're just above that, like yoga class. That's like, you know, like, um, or like little Pilates and bar classes, which don't have that element of body fat burn, which those are all amazing classes. And again, like I said, like everything can have a fit. And like, if you're in your Pilates era, like, I love that for you. I will always be the person, like, I don't really care. Like, anyone that I meet, I just genuinely want them to feel their absolute best. And if that's not doing my workouts, if that's like, I will be the first person there that's like cheering you on, hyping you on through anything else. But like, I just like to explain to people how things work because then like you're empowered to make decisions for yourself. And then you're like, aha, like this isn't why what I've been doing hasn't been working for me, but like, here's how I can change it to get to where I want to be. And I think that personal agency is like the it's key to life. So I just want everyone to kind of feel that way. But yeah, so that's how, uh, how my classes are like a bit different and where the high intensity interval training and those treadmill sprints, um, a lot of times kind of can go South with people is just because they're just, they're, they're just, they, they were never supposed to be able to be, they were never going to be able to succeed at that high, at that super, super elevated heart rate zone based off of their goal. So it's not like you're broken. It's not like there's something wrong with you. It's not like you're not working out hard enough. You may actually just be working out a little bit too hard and, and doing too stressful workouts, especially as a female in this conversation of cortisol that always gets brought up in our adrenals and stuff. And it, it just comes down to like, fundamentally we're different than men. So like waking up in the morning and feeling like we've got to go hit this crazy difficult workout. Like we're not actually really wired and fueled to be successful doing that or to feel our best in our bodies off of that, st- that off of that approach. When I was an undergrad, I went to Orange Theory probably like every single day, every single day, like consistently and my body has never been 
so inflamed. Like I look back on photos. I literally sent you a photo like a while ago of my body. Like back in that time, you would have no idea that I was busting my ass every single day. Oh my gosh. Yeah. You're like, I I, like my Apple watch says I burned 3,700 calories today. Mm -hmm. I've only eaten like, you know, 1800 or something. And I'm, this is like all these calorie trackers are telling me that I should be like losing weight and the wind should basically take my body away. And it just is so infuriating. And I've like totally know how that, that feels too. Like, I mean, it took me, like I had to have a doctor, like take my blood. I got my cortisol tested and he was like, are you the most stressed person in the world? I was like, well, honestly, maybe like, you know, we're always in that kind of world. But like, he was like, you have to stop. You have to stop doing these crazy hard workouts because it's, it's just no wonder why. And I was so unhappy with my body. And like, I've been so, I'm so open and honest about my, you know, my past, whether it was with eating disorder stuff and, and, and just my, my like body dysmorphia and all those feelings and stuff. And so I think that that makes those voices in your head, like so much louder and so much stronger because you're like, I'm, I know that I'm doing these, like, not to say unhealthy, but like very, you know, it's kind of like not hard to maintain that like level trajectory, that trajectory of like how much you're working out. But when it's not kind of equating to you feeling better in your body, are you seeing progress? I think it's, there's, you know, it, it makes sense why people would be crazy about it when it comes to their body is because it just, it doesn't make sense from a math, like from a math standpoint. And I'm guess that's kind of how I always have viewed things. So it's, it seems crazy to be able to be like, okay, I need to actually do like less crazy workouts in order for me to feel better in my body and for, to get the results in the less inflammation, but it all just kind of comes down to that nervous system. And if you're constantly in this state of stress from like your work or your boyfriend or the guy that you're in a situation, <laughs> sends you a text message with like, weird punctuation and you're like oh my gosh he hates me and like that's a stressful situation the body can't differentiate like historic like we're getting chased from a cheetah versus like your boss just sent you a really weird email and now you think you're gonna get fired like (laughs) you're gonna have the same exact physiological response like Mm because that's what's happening to your nervous system so when you're getting super stressful situations like that and then you're like in your cortisol level is raising and then you're doing workouts that are also contributing to that like super high stress your stress around food like your body is always either going to be the parasympathetic or the sympathetic nervous system always happening that way but when you're in like you, when you're, it's a fight or flight or rest and digest. And when we're in this constant state of stress, this fight or flight mode, we're not actually able to metabolize the food that we're eating. We're not going to be doing any muscle recovery because like the body is just solely, solely concerned about doing, allocating energy towards getting out of this immediate perceived danger. And like, that's where I feel like so many girls that like I initially work with that I have to explain that to them. And I'm just like, you just, we have to just do things that are going to like contribute to lowering your overall, like uh, the demand on your nervous system. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't necessarily look like doing crazy hard workouts. Sometimes it may look like you're going to like lay on the mat and just be horizontal and just like <laughs> Netflix marathon, you know, yes. so that it all has value. And I think that knowing how it kind of plays in and kind of finding a rhythm with it, like old keys don't open new doors. So you got to kind of try something, especially a different, like, or what's the worst that you can get? Like if you're, if you're not happy in your body right now and like by just kind of relinquishing some of that control in pursuit of something that you know is going to make you feel better or like could make you feel more confident and like that's my favorite thing is when people can kind of that confidence like yes it's great when I get someone that like sends me their before and their before and after pictures of their progress but like yeah the measurements are like the inches losing and like I like that's great but like at the same time I'm like okay what do you do with this like did that make you feel more confident you're really going on a date or did that make you feel like you could pull those jeans out of your closet you haven't worn in a minute and like you were like fuck yeah like I feel good in my body and I think that's what everyone ultimately at the end of the day like it's not tied to a specific size it's tied to showing up and doing things that are are, are serving you and I guess that's where I try to get people to kind of get in that headspace where it's just like you show up you do the work consistently you do workouts that are going to work for your goal and like you will get to where you want to be but you have to be willing to show up girlies when you're first starting a business you have enough to worry about the stress is overwhelming and there's absolutely no reason you should be adding any more luckily for us shopify is here to help shopify has all the tools to power and build your business to the next level it grows with your business no matter how far or big you grow thanks to an endless list of integration and third-party apps Anything you can think of from on-demand printing to accounting to chatbots, everything you need to revolutionize your business, they have. 
Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S., and they are the global force behind Allbirds, Linen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. As a WTTC listener, you can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash WTTC all lowercase. Again, go to shopify.com slash WTTC now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Again, shopify.com slash WTTC. Okay, girlies, we are talking about our favorites once again. If you've ever had an embarrassing BO moment, Lumi is here to help. Lumi is powered by mandelic acid to control odor in a new way. Lumi delivers outrageous 72-hour odor control from everywhere, including your pits, your feet, and yes, even your privates. And fun fact, but it was actually a patient's concern about their private odor that originally inspired the OBGYN who invented Lumi. I currently have the toasted coconut deodorant, and let me tell you, it is my absolute favorite, and it smells so good. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers, and it comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, and free shipping. As a special offer for listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code WTTC for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's WTTC at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T dot com. For anyone who is just kind of starting out in their fitness journey and they're a little nervous to kind of like yeah. I don't want to say go into it full force, but like, kinda. I, I mean, you're yeah, like no, jumping into it and it's scary. What advice would you have for them? What like tips would you have? Anything like that? I would. Okay. So like first and foremost, like I think the thing that I always have to say to people in like this, yeah, Kelly kind of has an, uh, my sister demos most of my classes and she's like, I don't know why you say that, but I'm like, it's true. The best thing about being shitty at something is getting better. And like, maybe that's just a very, like, um, from my standpoint, like I, when, and I think I, I've already, you've already earned my respect by just trying. Like, that's literally what it comes down to. You, you are in, and not that my earning my respect matters, but like, that is something to be proud of. It's the fact that you show up. And and if you're just starting out with something, I think it's the same thing from a standpoint of like going to a new job. Like the first day that you show up, like you're not going to get a raise and you shouldn't expect to get a raise. Like you just got there. And so I think just kind of having this like understanding that like, gosh, it sucks right off the jump. Like when you do anything new, like it's not, it's not fun, but like, I think from not, not to say it's not fun, but I hope that I've tried to really create this like this environment where like it's it's okay to fail like and I think that's really important like do shit that scares you but do things that are hard but like do them in this in in the comfort of people that genuinely want to see you successful and thrive and in your best light and like that is just what I want people to feel when they take my classes like it is okay if you're absolutely you just had a baby or you're just starting out or you feel like you are climbing this massive mountain and you're so far from where you want to be but like like you're in the right place for it like every single person that's there is it and in, in, is trying to get better and like I was that girl that would go to a class and like in and and felt like I was in the back corner and like I didn't belong and I'm like was so uncomfortable in my body and in the oversized sweatshirt and like the girl up in the front looks like she could lead it and the other girl over there looks like she just got Allah's latest drop and then like and I just was constantly comparing myself to it and it made me feel like I was like you know it was discouraging like and and I don't ever want anyone to feel like that I don't want and so I think that when you're just starting out with things like that like it's just important to think about like your headspace going into it and like knowing that like you may not be killing it like the first time that you do a workout but like you're gonna get there and and also from a standpoint of physiologically how the body works like this is why people like when they do like those couch to 5k programs that they don't maybe necessarily make it past like day two three four five is because it takes about seven to ten days for your body to actually like you to feel a physiological difference like 
from the, the stuff you're doing. So if I ran today, I'm not going to feel the benefits of like that six mile or whatever it is run, like from a standpoint of being able to do it and like carry on those movements easier until about a week and a half from now. So I think I always like to tell people right off the jump, like give me a week and a half and then this stuff will start to feel easier. And once you get over that initial hump, like you're like, you find your rhythm, but like, it's going to take a little bit to get into that place. But, um, I would, if, if, if it's me and you're streaming my classes for the first time, like I tell anyone, it's like, you, um, like I would change the workout from being like a rep-based workout to a time-based workout. So I will always tell rep counts, but what I would want someone to do that's new to my classes is to basically just change exercises when the person that's demoing changes exercises. So if you're at 10 and the girl is at 50 and you're like, I don't know how the hell this she's, she's freaking speed demon over there. Like, I don't know what type of stuff she's in her, in her pre-workout or morning coffee, but like it ain't in mine. And you're like, I, that's okay. But like, just, she's there to guide you. Um, and, and just be like your workout wife and like, just, just change exercises when the person that's demoing changes exercises, because you will work up to that rep count, but like form and like, just kind of getting yourself into that rhythm of like, we're changing exercises now. And like, you need to get back up because we want to keep your heart rate up and elevated. Like I would rather have them have that integrity of the heart rate there versus like, okay, I'm going to stop and do like complete all these reps. And my body feels like it's completely burnt out before moving on to the next exercise. So I hope that kind of answered. I'm always, but like, you know, I'm always happy to like, my mom literally texts me and she's like, I need to get started working out. But like, I don't (laughs) want to do your classes because I feel like if I'm not going to be successful at it, then like, I don't want to do anything. And I was like, I get that. But like, you got to start somewhere, right? Totally. And I mean, even as a girly who has done your workouts for years and then kind of took a little break and tried other things and kind of fell off my own fitness track and whatever coming back to it like it's still scary like for whoever like you're still trying to get back into that routine and there will be times where I'll see Kelly like doing the workout and I'm like "Mm, I don't know if this is like meant for me and I'll kind of like do my few and then I'm like okay I need a little breather and like it just it takes time and you'll like build up that I don't know endurance I guess you could say exactly it's the endurance and and because that's again that's your cardiovascular ability so if you were basically doing all Pilates and like hot yoga Mm sculpt classes and like what hot girl walks because like that's we're all in that era like like, on on that the the walking sanity walk um but you're like um yeah so you're not actually your heart like that cardiovascular is like strength isn't there yet so it just takes a little bit for it to build up but then I always just say too it's like it sucks coming back to anything like I was on a trip and then I came back and I was like oh my god like the last thing I want to do after like you know five days off of like not really doing any like workouts was like getting there and I think that the thing that I always like tell myself is like First off, like it's it, you rip the bandaid off is like mm-hmm. it, you're just waiting for that shit. And at the same time, like it's not supposed to be easy. Like that's I think I boil that. That is one of my favorite things about like anything in life. And I'm or like I sayings that I say about anything in life. Like it's not supposed to be easy. You were never supposed to want to be able to go to the gym at six o'clock in the morning. You were never going to want to be at the gym at eight o'clock after you've had a long ass day. It's not supposed to be easy. You were never going to want to be here. But like, I think once you can have that kind of like conversation with yourself and be like, yeah, like I I really, I this, I was, it was never going to be easy. If it was like, everyone would be like, you know, like in, in never fall off track, but like we're human and we, 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 we are trying to find a rhythm and life gets crazy and deals you shit sandwiches and I feel like the sooner that you can kind of get into this mentality where like something is always better than nothing right like doing a 10-minute workout and it doesn't have to be a 60-minute blah 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 but like if you can do that and be like more oftentimes than not I'm showing up for myself in some capacity like I think that's like that's how you really can like make consistent and long-term progress and like maintain that Going off of that, I mean, we talk a lot about motivation versus discipline and how motivation doesn't, it's not going to last. I mean, you're never, I'm never motivated to wake up at 6 a.m. and do a workout, to be honest. So how do you stay disciplined? Like to I, be able to so do this. It's interesting because like uh, so in the conversation of like motivation, people always think that like uh, you like motive they're waiting for motivation to hit them, mm-hmm. right? Like, they're like, 
I'm like, they're almost waiting for someone to, I, they're get a not very flattering picture of themselves to come across when their friends hook it. And they're like, Oh shit. Like now I'm motivated to get my ass in the gym because I didn't like what I saw. And, um, but like, so they always think it's like motivation. Motivation is going to like, what's going to pu- force you into doing action. And then you're going to get results. But like, I always like to say it's action that you have to start that like cycle with. So it's, it's action that leads to, cause you do the motivation, which gets you that action. Hold on a second. It's action that gives you a little bit of result and then motivation, right? So like you do a little bit, like people are thinking, okay, I'm waiting for motivation to hit me and then I'm going to feel like I'm going to go to the gym. But like the truth of the matter is action is what starts that cycle. So if you do, and it doesn't need to be big action. And what I mean when I say that is, it's like, I always know that like when I'm in a shit headspace or like in I, the conversation of discipline, I, I just like to kind of go in the sense where like action is more effective. And I just like, okay, so I go on a five minute walk. It's again, not a super crazy, anything that five minute walk, the result of that is going to be like, I'm going to feel a little bit better. That feeling of being a little bit better is what's going to motivate you to take more action. So it's action. A lot of times that I have to say, so like the motivation isn't something that you can ever rely on. It's so fleeting and it's not like, it's not a consistent player in the game from a standpoint of discipline. Um, I think that I just always kind of have to give myself this like swift kick in the ass and be able to be like, like Ash, like, like just because you're like, I think about this in the sense of kids, like your kids are never going to want to eat broccoli. And they're probably giving up their, and I don't have children, but I would imagine they'd probably like want to eat ice cream and shit for like dinner. Right. But like, just because they want to do that and stay up until one o'clock in the morning doesn't mean they should be allowed to. And there should, and and same thing as like us, like just because you want to like, not do anything and like you or do the things that are go out on the weekend and shoot back like 16 tequila no, that's an aggressive tequila amount of <laughs> like, just not take care it doesn't mean that that's the way that you should be living like sometimes you have to be able to have like this over like I always like to explain the sense where you have like the manager and the artist is like how I explain everything it's like you're like for example, like Taylor Swift, let's break it down to that. Like Taylor Swift's got a manager. The manager is always going to be like, Taylor, you need to be here. Like you have your voice lessons at this time. And like, there's no dialogue, right? Like, or like you should probably not hop on the, on the, on the plane to go see Travis in Kansas city this weekend, because you have a concert coming up in this way. Like the manager is always what's looking out for your best effort and the man. And so when you kind of like bring that con that 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 like idea of manager and the artist into your own life. Like the manager is going to be the one that's like you you maybe you do need to go to bed earlier tonight because and put TikTok down because you have had a long ass day and we got a long day tomorrow. The manager is the one that's going to be like yes you, we need to get you to do this workout because this is what's going to make the artist more successful and and thriving. And you got to there's no internal there's no dialogue. I think a lot of times we allow this like discussion with ourselves like if we if we want to be to do things or like um you know like oh, it's a long day. Like, I'll just do it tomorrow. The manager, if you don't allow that discussion, that internal dialogue and the manager's looking at your day in, day out in like that, like kind of confines, like makes it so it's very like clear cut. Like we signed this discussion, we signed this contract. There is no discussion. We're going to do these things because the manager is who's looking out for your best interest. And so I kind of like to take that, like that idea over to like my life. And I'm just like, okay, like, yeah, I know that I don't want to get up and do this, but like, it's going to make you better. And like, that's that there is no going back and forth. You just do the action. And then I think that, that, that helps me a lot of times when it feels like I'm talking myself out of things. I fucking love that. I love that so much. Cause like you said, most of the time it's not even necessarily that I don't want to do something. It's more like I psych myself out. Like I kind of get myself into this yeah, like this discussion with myself over literally nothing. And I'm like, do I want to go to the gym? Maybe not. And then I psych myself out. And then it gets to a point where I'm like, okay, well now I can't even go. Cause yeah, because it's been like, you've been thinking about it for the last hour and a half. And like, it's like, you've just been pacing around and and that we all do that. We all do that dumb Mm -hmm. shit. Right. Like, and then you're in the car, like even at the gym and you're like, I've listened to 15 hype songs now. (laughs) I still can't get my butt to get out of the gym. And so Mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things where you're just like, like stop allowing that internal discussion to be like, decide that you're going to do something and then either do it or don't. And then Mm -hmm. like, I always just say like, you got to move the fuck on. Like that's Mm -hmm. my headspace with anything. Anytime you mess up with your diet, anytime you miss a workout, like thinking about what you did or did not do is not, it's, it's wasted energy and it's not, it's not benefiting you in any capacity, kill it off and move it on. I think we have this like 
at least like me and like I'm an anxious person. I always mm-hmm. have been. I overthink everything. Um, and I'm just like, why, you know, like I want to like analyze things and like diagnose them. Like, I don't well, Ash, like, why couldn't you be consistent last week? Like, what's so wrong with you that this and like there's you're adding so much like light and and like magnitude to these things that don't maybe necessarily need to have them. We don't always need to diagnose why the fact that we screwed up and had pizza or whatever it is, or we ate way too much at our friend's Thanksgiving or whatever. Like we don't need to diagnose it. Just move on and do the next thing right. And so I think just all these, I don't know, I'm such a cheese ball person when it comes to like my little lines and stuff. But like I just it's funny, I'll have clients that will hit me up and be like, they'll like, I was keep thinking of your little like Ashley isms like keep popping my brain. And I'm like, I, I just like that's how I think about things. Like it just all these things we kind of go through on a daily basis, like especially from a workouts thing, it doesn't just like stay in this like physical sense. It translates over into, you know, when you're at work and you're having a super crazy project and you're like, okay, well, I'm going to get through this. Like same thing, same way you got through talking yourself through a difficult workout or something that's difficult in the physical sense. Yeah. What do you always say? You always say like, how do you eat an elephant? Like one bite at a time or something? Yeah. How do you an elephant one bite at a time? <laughs> like, yeah. I, I was always an anxious kid. Like, mm-hmm. And so my, my grandpa, I would always say to me, like when I was little, he'd just be like, well, how do you eat an elephant one bite at a time? And I just had, that's always just like stayed with me. And I just kind of, it's like, I just get overwhelmed easy. And I think that we all do, we all have so much on our plate and we all, we want to do it so well. And we put all this pressure on ourselves to do everything and and do it so well. And, And it's just one of those things where you just like one bite at a time, like one little step at a time. And I know that it's, it's, it just kind of breaking it down to steps and segmentation is, is the only way that I can get anything done. Otherwise I'm just going to get so overwhelmed by all the stuff that I have on my plate that I'm not going to do anything. Mm-hmm. Even when it comes to fitness, a lot of us, we use it kind of as a way to like calm our own mental health and like to kind of calm our anxiety. And especially yeah. with like social media and like TikTok and Insta and all this stuff, like, I feel like there's so much information out there that we start to get really stressed out about our own fitness and then that raises our cortisol and then that helps us like hold on to everything like it's just so there's so much it's overwhelming and like always say this to people too it's like there's so much information out there there's a lot of good Mm -hmm. information and then it's like but what is that is good information for me and so Mm -hmm. I think that's why like I'm such um I like to explain everything that I'm doing with people is because I want you to, I don't, there's so much gaslighting that goes on. Like in, in like, just because like Kaya Gerber posts a, what I eat in the day video, you're on TikTok and this girl's like selling you the things. It doesn't take into account like where your body is and like what your history is from an exercise standpoint and how like doing this specific workout or diet is going to affect you. And so I just really like to explain to people like, like what's going to happen or like why this workout is effective or like why, what they're doing and how yoga is different than these things, because I want you to understand, like, because when you understand, like, and you have the mechanisms in place in the body or how your food works, like, then you can make decisions for yourself and you feel confident doing it. Like, and I think I always boil things down to like, you would never be crazy nervous for a test if you like you did that damn study guide, you read that book mm-hmm. top bottom, like you went to the, the the hours, you saw the teacher, you wouldn't feel you. There's no reason for you to feel like stressed out and like like you're gonna fail the test because you've done all the work. So I think that when I I like to explain things to people and really like, and maybe it's because my mom was a teacher, and I just think that like if you're educating the sense or if I can educate someone else and like they understand like how it works and they can make decisions for themselves. It's like the order of operations. Like once you learned how or foil, once you learned how to foil that shit, you were never going to do anything other because that's just how you solve the problem. So mm-hmm. when you understand how the things work with your body, and I guess that's where I'm trying to always do is ex- to explain people, then like they're just going to do things that are that they know based off of like what the science is more like not to be a big nerd but like then they just know how things work so then you're just going to know the order of operations and you're going to solve the problem that way and you're going to take the steps that you're going to that are going to be like needed to get your body where you want it to be because that's just how it works and like there's no there's less of this like analysis paralysis and overwhelming and i think that's the thing that we all want is just not to feel like there's because there's so much information out there there's all these products that we can be buying and you're like, is this going to make a difference? Lymphatic drainage, all this stuff. And I think the only way to get out of that headspace is to stop being gaslit by so many influencers in sense and just kind of either A, do your own research and B, more importantly than anything, ask questions, ask Mm -hmm. questions. 
always ask questions. Never be afraid to ask questions. Never be afraid to advocate for yourself and your needs, whether it's in the fitness world or professionally or wherever the hell you are. Totally. So going off of that, I mean, everyone's body is very differently, but one of the most common questions that the girlies asked to ask you is workout meals pre and post and kind of like what they can do to stay healthy, like especially if they have a sweet tooth. Obviously, everyone's bodies are very different, but like just generally, like, do you have any rest? Oh, yeah. I mean, like, okay, so I have a sweet tooth. I am like someone that like I always need something sweet before I go to bed. Like, there's like I don't I don't care what I had for dinner. Like, I'm always gonna need something sweet before I go to bed. I really like um like there's this like coconut called like and I like talk every single one of my clients I've had kind of put them onto it. They have like they make this like chocolate mousse. And oh, like, wait, is that the yogurt company? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. I want to try it so bad. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Everyone that I like, I tell about, they're like, they're hooked on it. Like I literally, or I'm on a subscription, like it gets sent to my house. Like I wish that like I got it for free. I'm like, I'm like, this is not an app. <laughs> I literally pay, will gladly pay full price for this stuff because to me, like, especially late at night, like I want something that's like not a, like a, not say a lot of quantity, but like it's, it's, there's from a standpoint of the body and whatnot, like, and I think we overthink a lot of these things, but like there's, there's later at night, like I want something that's going to be like filling and like satiating, but like, I don't have to eat a large quantity of it. And I think not that I don't want to have to eat a large quantity of it, but like, I think that that like they just take a couple of tablespoons of this. It's like basically all like fat, which fat is good for us, especially as females, like our hormones, like really thrive off of that. And I think that the diet culture and diet era, like the special K, all that bullshit from like back in the day that we all like basically were inundated with has kind of effed us up from like a thinking about like, oh, I just need to go low fat and I'm going to lose weight. But like having this a lot of times when we're craving a, a bunch of carbohydrates, at least for me, it's because I don't have enough fat in my diet. So like, I like this coconut called like the probiotic yogurt because it is a good amount of fat in it. And it's also just like, you take, it's super delicious. It's like chocolate mousse. You take a couple spoonsfuls of this. And again, like you don't want to go too much on it because it's a probiotic yogurt. And I've had so many clients that are like, not so many, but I've had a couple of clients that text me and was like, I ate the entire container and I'm like, and my stomach was off the charts. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it's, you're supposed to have like two tablespoons. Don't eat the entire container but you don't really want to because it's it's sweet enough um from a standpoint and i really like that you're gonna love it um you're gonna be hooked <laughs> the text me and like it's the greatest stuff i like that throughout the course of the day like if i have a sweet tooth mm-hmm. um but uh from a standpoint and of like around your workout and like meals to eat around then like again like i kind of explained to you initially like when i talked about like what's going to happen from an um an energy standpoint of where you're getting your fuel from it's glucose in the bloodstream glycogen and then body fat or lean muscle mass, depending on what heart rate zone that you're in. Okay. So if there's not a lot of glucose, if there's no glucose in the bloodstream, then like that process happens quicker. So like, not to say you should go into workouts fasted, but like, I think the tendency and as a distance runner, like having carbo loading or having a good amount of carbs was beneficial, right? Because I needed that quick energy. If you're trying to like lose body fat, like I wouldn't do like, I would just try to have protein and like fat. So like maybe some eggs and avocado beforehand, if you're going to work out. And so I would kind of try to like not purposefully supplement with a whole bunch of carbohydrates in your stomach before you're working out. Um, just because you're going to, the body's going to first and foremost, utilize that for to fuel your workout as opposed to kind of um, going quicker through that cycle of gly- glucose and bloodstream, glycogen, and then lean muscle mass versus body fat. So you're just going to go kind of skip that. And so skip that step, but it's going to take you like if you don't have glucose and bloodstream that's readily available and use, then you just automatically go the next. Right. Amazing. And so, I mean, I guess the year is almost done mm-hmm. and we'll talk. I mean, you can talk a little bit about your challenge that you're going to have going on, but do you yeah. have any advice, I guess, for any of the girlies that kind of want to start their fitness. But I feel like at this point of the year, a lot of people think like, I can't start now because holidays are coming up. Like we have Christmas and then I'll fall off track. And then why would I even do it? Like, do you have anything to kind of like inspire them about that? I think baby steps. I mean, I think it's very, it's, um, as much as we want to pretend that it's going to be like new year, new me, I'm on my fitness kick. The truth of the matter, if you look at the statistics, no people like that really stick with anything. You got to like, not to say start now, but like, why are you waiting for anything? Like, yes, you can start tomorrow. And yes, you can start in 2024. But like that, I think starting with like, it doesn't have to be perfect, right? Like you're doing 20 minutes or you're just starting to implement like a, a, some type of movement in like, 
something is always better than nothing. And like you got to kind of start to get yourself in that headspace sooner rather than later, because like this idea of like an all or nothing mentality, it's like, that's one of, yes, you may like hit a 10 day streak of doing your workouts, but then like, you're going to hit that day where it's just going to be like, you're going to fall off and like falling off track, like feels super defeating. So I feel like it's one of those things where I would sit back and I'd like look at a calendar and be like, I'm going to just try to shoot for like, you know, like movement, like five days this week. And that doesn't necessarily need to be, you're doing one of my workouts or like you're going to that Pilates class, but just start to get in this mentality where like when you have that time to do something like that's what's going to really make the biggest difference. If I wanted to give myself a swift kick in the ass and like or my clients or whatnot, I'd be like, okay, so it's six weeks until like 2024, right? Like you could be like in a completely different like, I mean, you've the, you've seen the progress in your body. How long has it taken you to like really like, you know, like lose an inch and like your abs to be like popping through? It's been how many weeks? Like, like two two exactly so like half two and a half weeks to like freaking get your abs on point and like i don't know about you but like holidays are always super stressful for me that's inevitable like it's inevitable that we're gonna be stressed out this time of year but like two and a half weeks and then i'm gonna show up at those holiday parties feeling like i'm like absolutely like a little snatch little waist (laughs) like my freaking like abs are popping through like Mm -hmm. that's gonna make me feel not say make me feel good but like you that you build momentum i would say to anyone like literally give me two weeks of you just like allocating time and energy to like build this momentum because you're gonna see progress in that time frame and that progress is what's motivating right so like i think that's a big thing i always say to people like you got to build momentum so if you just do not to say that you have to maintain the amount of workouts that you do after those two weeks but like give yourself a freaking like swift like um a, a head start on that stuff like do things in the sense where like you're doing intentional workouts that are going to get you quicker because then okay by december the second week of december i don't know when this is coming out but like two weeks after you start something then you're going to be feeling like you're 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 building that confidence and i think that's what kind of makes you want to keep showing up especially before like even it's before the new year or after i think that's that that confidence and when you start to see results that's what really makes you feel like you're in a rhythm and that's what really is super encouraging is like when you genuinely feel better in your body and like so i don't know like it just i would look and take inventory of how you're feeling and again, not necessarily look, but like, do you feel like you're in a good place? And like, if it's no, then like, no one's coming to save you. And like, we talked about, we've talked about this before, but like, it's true. Like you got to, you just got, you got two legs and freaking arms. You got to start freaking paddling at some point, you know? Yeah. I always say at the end of the day, you only have yourself. I mean, if you're feeling shitty about yourself right now, like, what are you going to do to change it? Like yeah. no one can do it for you, especially no. when it comes to like, the way you feel in your body and the way that you're working out, like what, like, what do you want someone to do? Come and like physically move you. Like you have to do it yourself. That's hilarious. No, exactly. And I think that we act like that's going to happen or then you're just going to be able to like snap your fingers and it's going to be different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's, it's having that like radical self-responsibility and like, you know, reflection on it. Like you just got to get to that point where it's like, Oh, like shit, like you're right. You know? And then you just start, you got to start moving. And and yeah, but I, I agree. Like it, it is really in that position where you're just like the common denominator of all of our problems is always us. Right. Like, and so <laughs> like it literally is, you're like, I'm dating toxic men. All, all every bit I do is toxic common denominator. You like, you know, you are the one that's got to yeah. change. And I think if you want different for anything, it's like, it's really just kind of realizing you're like, okay, yeah, yeah. I am the problem. <laughs> I was just going to say like, I'm the problem. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So last thing, Tell the girlies about the challenge that we're going to be doing um, until the new year. And then also the code for 20% off packages is WTTC, right? Yes. Okay. And then also Black Friday. Tell yep. tell everyone all this stuff and like where they can go and do all of it and all of that. So my website is like, well, I mean, probably everyone goes to their Instagram at this point, but like ashackoffitness.com. All my classes are available on there. I like have an entire on-demand library where there, I there's probably, there's so many, my favorites are like all in my Ash's favorites folder. Obviously that's, it seems very like, <laughs> yes, but, um, but yeah, so all my classes are kind of, I have a live, I have live. So I guess depending on where you're at, like if you're, you know, in New York, it would be eight o'clock at your time. If you're mm-hmm. in LA, it's five o'clock for us. Like, oh, yeah. West Coast girls that like, it's is very early out here. But um, so I do live classes three times a week, but like 99% of my clients stream on demand. And I think on demand is also a really great option if you're just starting out because you can pause it. You can mm-hmm. freaking go to the bathroom midway through if someone is like yelling or something and you got a text message, you need to respond. Like, I actually don't stop for the text. Like they can wait. <laughs> but, like you can, you, you can pause it. I, 
guess that that mm-hmm. is, or you can just do like 20, 30 minutes of a class and like maybe return back to the next, that 30 minutes, like the following day. I think that's kind of how I would view it. Um, but with challenge where I, you guys are notorious for crushing the challenges. So we're going to do a challenge for starting the Monday after Thanksgiving. So I think that's like the uh, 27th or something like that. I yeah. used to always think Thanksgiving was on the 27th, which is not true. Um, so <laughs> we're like, I don't know why I was thought it was attached to a date, but no, the challenge is going to start on the 27th. And we're going to run it. It's going to be four weeks. And so I don't know. I haven't decided if I'm going to do four weeks or basically until the end of the year. And like, we'll, I probably will do different cutoffs and I always like you know like prizes and stuff like I'll either be doing like literally probably $500 like bandier gift cards for everyone in the squad to be able to go treat themselves because we all like our athletic clothing and stuff like that but um so I will probably I'll pick about 10 winners your odds are like pre- I don't say yeah it depends. Like the more you stream, the higher likelihood is going to go up for you to kind of get those for those tiers. But I'll I'll put all the details out. I'll send it on email and I'll post it on my Instagram and stuff. So all the challenge details will be there. I'm going to do Black Friday sale that's going to like launch this weekend. And I think I'm going to do a 40% off the subscription for like new members and then packages as well. And if you're already, I'm still trying to figure out a way to like get my people that I've been subscribing since like day one to like, you know, get them a little bit of love, but like, we'll figure that out. Um, But new members, it's going to be 40% off for them. And and I'll um, put post the code. I'll send an email out and I'll probably send it to you if you're like cool with just being like, hey, guys, this is, you know, a thousand percent, a thousand percent. Um, Well, for all the girlies, I mean, if you've been waiting for your sign to start your workout challenge and to like do all this stuff, what there's no better way than like a challenge and holding yourself accountable and like having some sort of like gratification at the end, like 100%. some physical Exactly. You know, take your freaking starting pick and then like literally and like you will be shocked by how Mm -hmm. much it will change. And like not even if say the challenge is four weeks, like two weeks, three weeks into it, you're going to feel different in your body. And like then you're going to be like, damn, I got this. And like that's the feeling (laughs) I want people to get to. It's like you got to get to that like. I'm, I'm doing this. You like get out of the shower one day and you like catch yourself looking back at you. You're like that was those that definition was not there before. And like, mm-hmm. I think that when you do workouts that are like really kind of set up for you to succeed, like it's just makes you feel good. Like when you're a couple weeks in and you're seeing progress, because I'm not the type of person with like that can just wait six months and just hopefully one day you wake up and things are going to be different. Like, mm-mm. I don't have that amount of time. I need I need no. I need my money. I need it now. <laughs> but <laughs> and what is I mean I'm obviously going to put all of this in the description but like what is your Instagram for anyone to go find you it is Ashley underscore Eckhoff um so just my name is like my account um but yeah and I have so many different like if you're curious as far as like you know different results or like testimonials I post everything to my highlights and like I should be having it living on a feed somewhere but that's uh, I'm social media challenged um but there's so many like in always reach don't ever hesitate to reach out and shoot me a DM. I am always happy to help. And I feel like that's, I mean, I don't know if you can speak from that, but like, I am literally always here to be able to like help. If you have a question, if you're like, I don't know if this is right for me, Ash, this is what I've been doing. I will always take the time out of my day to, to, to try to respond to as many DMs as I can. And like, if I don't get back to you initially, or if you've sent me a DM in the past, literally just send another one and be like, bump. Like I'm not like <laughs> you. Sometimes I just get a little overstimulated and, mm-hmm. and go into a little bit of a hole, but um, yeah, don't ever hesitate to reach out. That's my Instagram. And like, I would be, you know, if you're curious as far as like other people or if you think that is this be a good workout for me based off my body type like I post tons of results before and afters and like most oftentimes people can like find some type of commonalities between some other situations that I posted and then you know they feel like they're in the right place well Ash thank you so much for coming on the pod of course it's always a pleasure I'm so glad that we got to do this thanks so much to Ash for coming on to today's episode if you loved it which I hope you did I hope it helped you a little bit with your own fitness journey. It helped you a little bit with just prioritizing yourself, putting yourself first, working on that self-love, that self-motivation. And like we said, fitness is so different for everyone. So it's really just so about finding what works best for you and what works best in your lifestyle and your schedule. We're all so different. And so just really trial and error, trial and error, work on yourself. And that's literally all we can do. But thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I love you and I will catch you in the next one. Bye.
Hey there, my name is Renee Rena, and I am the mom friend you have always wanted. I am also the host of the Mom Room podcast. We publish two episodes per week, a co-hosted episode on Tuesdays and a solo episode on Thursdays. Popular topics include pooping and having sex after giving birth. I have a solo episode where I talk about not sharing a bed with my husband and why that's okay. I hope you'll tune in to these conversations every week. Join us on Instagram at the mom room podcast and start to feel a little less alone in this crazy thing called motherhood.